How's everybody doing? My name is Alan Roberts. And for those of you that are unaware of who you're watching or why you're watching me is I have been uh, an outspoken advocate of us getting information out. So I not only am I going to be still posting stuff on Twitter and posting stuff on YouTube and posting stuff on Instagram, all that stuff uh, about fitness, health, making sure we're not as fat as fuck so we can actually live a healthy society. Uh, but I am also going to be talking about the things on my podcast, Alan Roberts Uncensored, which I will be posting a link down below uh, for those that are watching live on Twitter right now. Uh, but it is on Spotify. It's called Alan Roberts Uncensored. There is already some original content on there that is a reading from the NIH website. Uh, and that is about a document that is straight on the NIH website that discusses how ridiculous the entire pandemic has been. It discusses how absolutely insane uh, the last two years have been uh, based on the response and what we've done to society. We need to start having conversations. We need to actually be able to speak out loud. And if I have to have these conversations with myself and I'm going to start having live guests on here and we'll do whatever we can do, um, I have no problem not being on YouTube talking about these things. I have no problem not being on Facebook because they will just delete me. However, uh, these conversations do need to be had. And while not one person may listen to this, I am going to make sure that I at least point out the ridiculousness of what has been happening the last two and a half years and how it is being used to change our society for no good reason. Today, we are going to go straight to the CDC website. So I find this amazing, too. In the last two and a half years, we haven't been able to share data or talk about data that is in any way disinformation. So I am going to point out exactly from their own information how ridiculous the reaction that we have had to the COVID-19 pandemic has been and how it has been very clearly a tool just used to frighten people into submission. We have to wake up to the fact that this is a cold virus, that it is killing the people that normally do the dying. Elderly people, sickly people, obese people normally do most of the dying. This is not something new. This is not something that we have had, uh, uh, haven't had an uh, entire evolution of history with. But if you look at their very own data, this is the CDC website. And just to show everybody that I am not trying to in any way, uh, you know, uh, Photoshop or anything like that, you can clearly see that this is the CDC, Centers for Disease Control. This, I will post a link in the description box below, and I just updated it just now. This is the National Center for Health Statistics, weekly updated in select demographics and ge geographic characters from the CDC website. We are going to go to this and we are going to do the math. This comes again from the CDC website. So for all of you that have been fear-mongering for years and years and years now, two or two and a half years, about how COVID-19 pandemic is super deadly to everybody and we need to close all of society and mask this and blah, blah, blah. This should not have affected anybody but those that chose to let it affect them in the high risk. That's it. Young, healthy people should have gone about their lives from the very beginning of this and done whatever they wanted to do. And to think differently is, in fact, ridiculous. It has caused more damage to society than it has actually helped. You do not, in any other pandemic we've ever had, 
in any way try to mitigate the lives of young, healthy people. Young, healthy people normally get a virus, get over it, get natural immunity, and they actually add to the herd immunity aspect of it. We did completely ignore natural immunity for the sake of, in my opinion, of course, selling vaccines from a corrupt industry known as the pharmaceutical industry. We did allow the pharmaceutical industry, in my opinion, of course, to have mainstream media, social media, and most of the politicians use data, skew it in a way to terrify very sickly people. We, li we live in a very sickly population in America and around the world in order to scare people into submission. So if we go down here, this is the weekly updated by, by select demographics and geographic characteristics. If you scroll down, this is the uh, sex and age by you know, total, which we are also, uh, if, if you think that any other pandemic has ever been you know, registered by total deaths, like you know, saying a million people have died from this, it killed a million people, Let's do obesity next, because obesity kills about 400,000 people a year. It's about the same amount that COVID's been killing on the average. Um, and funny enough, a lot of the fucking people that have been passing away from this, not funny, really, but uh, have been morbidly obese. Uh, obesity has been killing 400,000 people a year every year for a long time. And all we did was get fatter in the face of COVID for it, you know. Uh, but place of death, who cares? Comorbidity and other conditions. This is an interesting topic. We should be looking at this, should we not? Um, this shows that table three shows the, type, uh, the types of health conditions and, and contributing causes mentioned in conjunction with deaths involving coronavirus disease 2019, otherwise known as COVID-19. The number of deaths that mentioned one or more of the conditions indicate is shown for all deaths involving COVID-19 by age groups. For over 5% of these deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned on the death certificate. For the deaths with con conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19, on average, there were four additional conditions or causes per death. Four. That is four conditions and causes for data on, for data on deaths involving COVID-19 by time period jurisdiction and other health conditions. You can download all this information. You can do it yourself. This is their information. I am just going to go off of it. But if you just go to condition and instead of having all of these, the influenza, everything like that, if you just go to just COVID-19, that gives us the absolute total of people that as of 529, 2022, have passed away of or with COVID-19. 1,003,034 people have been said to die of and or with COVID-19 in that time frame in over two and a half years. Um, 3,407 people under the age of 25 have passed away of or with COVID-19. The vast majority of people, as you get younger and younger and younger, the vast majority of people that pass away are the people that have many more comorbidities because in relative terms, the younger you get for this, as is scientifically proven by what you are literally fucking looking at right now, the younger you get for this, the less risk you are at. For instance, if we say that a person can live to 100 years of age, uh, which is a huge stretch in our society, but of all ages, 1 million people, 
Zero to 24, under 25 years of age, 3,407 people. If you take the last 25 years of life, meaning you could even go 25 and older on the because the average age of life expectancy is about 78, but we'll just do 75 and up. We are looking at somewhere around 515,000, 516,000 people. It is an insane, insanely higher number that if you do the math on, Bear with me. 3,407 people. If you add 2,258,740 plus 257,289 and divide that by 3,407, 151 times the number of people, 151 times the number of people under 25 have passed away over the age of 75. As somebody that worked in healthcare for a long time as a healthcare executive that focused mainly on hospitals, uh, assisted living, skilled nursing, those sorts of things, the average person over the age of 75 has four or more comorbidities is not very, is not very stable. These are the people that do most of the dying. They're the people that die of hiccups. We closed the world down and destroyed a lot of people's lives over something that was not super deadly to everybody. It was just deadly to high risk and elderly people. We should have encouraged them, warned them that they were indeed at high risk. Because if you remember back in 2020, we were just pretending that everybody was at super high risk and every child was at massive risk and we were trying to protect our children. That's why we needed to muzzle them in, in class and everything like that. Remember that? Well. Uh, as it turns out, muzzles don't do anything. There's even studies out right now that show that uh, places that had very serious mask mandates had 1.5 times the number of deaths as other places that didn't. Um, but it's very clear that in two and a half years, 3,407 people under the age of 25, not even children, but under the age of 25 have passed away of this. If you do the math on this, by the way, that's 170 people. That is 170 people under the age of 25 that have died only of COVID-19, that have died just with that. That's the only thing listed. Not are there any comorbidities. Just 140, what is it, 170 people, if you do the math. 170 healthy young people have passed away in two and a half years how many more suicides have we seen in this age bracket because of this? How many more overdose deaths have we seen in this age bracket because of this? Because of what we've done to society. If you want to get even worse, you want to break it down by year. You want to break it down into just 2020. In just 2020, 759 people under the age of 25 passed away. And people can be like, well, that's because it just came, it, it arrived in February. If you are so stupid to think that we got patient one, patient zero, especially when there is many, many tests that we now look back on that show that COVID-19 was in the United States as early as October of 2019, you're an idiot. But it is the whole year of 2020, 759 people in total passed away from COVID-19 under the age of 25 when... 
228,965 people over the age of 75. So if you divide 228,965 by 759, that is 301 times. 301 times the number of people that passed away under the age of 25 whose life we should be looking out for, whose future we should be sacrificing for. We are supposed to look out for our future generations. We, instead of protecting their futures, closed society down to protect what was very incredibly clear a seriously problematic virus for people that were very highly very highly immunocompromised who should have been taking universal precautions even before this because if you're that sickly you should be taking universal precautions anyway and the, it is your personal responsibility it is on you other people should not have to mitigate their lives destroy their lives to protect what is very clear to be very high-risk people 301 times the number of people under 25 passed away over over 75 in the year 2020. And as you see, of course, it got worse in 2021 because wonder why that happens. We introduced something to the uh, to the environment, I believe. Um, but it is still a tragic ass number. And if you look again in 2020, if you multiply 759 times approximately 5%, that is 37 fucking people. 37 people under the age of 25 passed away in all of 2020 just of COVID-19. We closed schools. We destroyed children's lives. There are children out here right here out here right now that have never once, not even once, gone to school without a mask on their face. Because 35, 37 people died under the age of 25 of COVID-19 of just COVID-19. Everybody else had four or more other serious comorbidities, probably even more because of the age skewing, but probably even more, 37 people. That's insane. 37, approximately 37 to 38 people in all of 2020 under the age of 25 passed away from only COVID-19. This is why we need to have open debate. This is why we need to be uncensored and discuss these things. Because we have how many healthy young children thinking that they are at huge risk when they, in fact, are at vastly greater risk of many things, almost everything, and instead we are destroying their lives over this. If you cannot get to the point where you don't see that this is simply a massive, at best, at best, this is a massive massive overblowing of what we should have done. I have said this from the beginning, and this is not an I told you so moment, but from the very beginning, we should have done our very, very best to help those people that were so terrified of this cold virus that they felt that they needed to isolate to help them very seriously, completely isolate. That would protect them. Them thinking they're at the same risk as anybody else, as was portrayed on mainstream media, as was portrayed by our politicians, as was portrayed by everybody trying to sell a new type of therapy, instead of us pretending that everybody was at the same risk, thus making people less safe because elderly and fat people not realizing that they were in fact at greater risk made it so that they took less precaution than they should have when people that were young and healthy had were forced to take greater precaution than what they needed to.
or should have been able to at least decide to do so. The risk did not meet what we did for, the, for everybody in the population by any stretch of the imagination. By any stretch of the imagination. This, their own data, this, their own data from the CDC website shows the massive, incredible overreaction that we had to a cold virus because the media told us it was terribly scary. And Dr. Fauci paraded himself out and somehow convinced everybody that we needed to even at one point in time double mask. Not one point in time. Not one time has any health official answered to why we did not even discuss trying to be as healthy as possible. Not at one point in time did any health official even discuss why we should not let ourselves get fatter and fatter, even though they knew that it was a very serious comorbidity for this virus. Not at one point in time did we in any way say, don't touch your face more often. Instead, we gave everybody some facial diapers and had them touch their face constantly. To in any way think that we handled this in any way correctly, even based off of these numbers, you ha- the, the detachment from reality shows mental illness, in my opinion, of course. I understand that nobody wants to look at these numbers and say, wow, I think we picked wrong. But we fucking picked wrong. We need to right the ship. We, the people, need to realize that what we have done in the last two and a half years was a massive, and I mean massive, overblowing of what we needed to do. You can clearly see that as we added more tyrannical and more very unhealthy things to do, as we added as we added experimental therapies and such, how it got worse. It absolutely got worse. This young population likely was exposed many times over by now in two and a half years for a very very contagious cold virus. These people have probably been exposed and likely have had multiple events of the getting of, of possibilities of gaining natural immunity when they're at very, very, very low risk. At the very least, we should have given anybody the option of either doing whatever they suggested or not. But instead, we coerced everybody into doing the same things that usurped our rights and forced an experimental therapy on a huge portion of the population by making them attach it to their livelihood. I will keep having these uncensored conversations. I will keep showing data from every possible place, including their own data. But if you can't see that we fucking totally, totally overreacted, I don't know what to fucking tell you. My name is Alan Roberts and this is uncensored. God damn.